from the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, East Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233 277-250-420 or plus 233-249-393361 Email us refismila at gmail.com Visit our website icgcislegon.com Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. No more challenges, no more battle, because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said, after today, you shall rest from your battle, the battle of your marriage, the battle of your business, the battle of your finances, the battle of your sickness, the battle of your shame, the battle of your disgrace, the battle of your setback, the battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said, you will rest from your battle. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for this day. We commit the service into your hands. We ask of your spirit and your grace to take over. In Jesus' name I call it an amen. Open your Bibles with me to the book of Genesis chapter number 26. Genesis chapter number 26. I'm reading from the verse number 1 to wherever I will end. Genesis 26 from verse 1. It says, there was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech king of the Philistines in Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give all these lands and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. And I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. I will give to your descendants all these lands. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandment, my statutes, and my laws. So Isaac dwelt in Gerar. And the man of the place asked about his wife, and he said, She's my sister. For he was afraid to say she's my wife. Because he thought, Lest the men of the place kill me for Rebekah, because she is beautiful to behold. Now it came to pass when he had been there a long time that Abimelech king of the Philistines looked through a window and saw. And there was Isaac showing endearment to Rebekah his wife. Then Abimelech called Isaac and said, Quite obviously, she is your wife. So how could you say she is my sister? Isaac said to him, because I said, lest I die on account of her. And Abimelech said, what is this you have done to us? One of the people might soon have lain with your wife and you would have brought guilt on us. So Abimelech charged all his people, saying, he who touches this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper. And continued prospering until he became very prosperous. For he had possession of flocks and possessions of heads, and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. Now the Philistines had stopped up all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father, and they had filled them with earth. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are much mightier than we. Amen. I'm sharing with you on a message I've titled, which you can find it in the verse number two. God speaking to Isaac, he told Isaac, do not go down to Egypt. Tell the person, do not go down to Egypt. Tell the person, do not go down to Egypt. It is quite obvious that sometimes in life, what you go through determines how you react. And sometimes your reactions can be positive or negative depending upon what you are going through. Pressure has its own way of making you succumb to things you wouldn't naturally would have succumbed to. And pressure sometimes can force you to do things that you would naturally wouldn't have loved to do. All of us, in whatever fields of endeavor we find ourselves, 
we all come through certain pressures and challenges that sometimes it is difficult for us to lift up our heads or to think straight in order to do what we have to do. People put it this way that whenever you are under stress, don't take a decision or don't speak. But sometimes you and I know that you can face a challenge that at the spell of a moment, you need to make a decision. Are you getting what I'm saying? And, and it is not that you intended to make a wrong decision, but you make a decision based on the circumstances you find yourself at that material moment. But the decision you make sometimes has far-reaching consequences of your future. Are you there with me? Esau, for instance, came from the fields and he needed food to eat. He was so famished that he did not know what to do with his life. Around that time, mommy has not cooked anything and there's no food at any way. The only person who has food is his own blood brother. Now he went to get the food to eat so that he can put body and soul together. His brother looks at him and tells him, no, I can't give you this food unless you sell me your birthright. Under the circumstance, the gentleman told, listen, what has my birthright got to do with my death? Under the circumstance, I needed something to eat to keep body and soul together. So I don't care if I have to ask you to take my birthright just because for me to eat. And under the circumstance, he never considered the consequences that lies ahead. What he was interested in, it's the situation on the ground to be dealt with immediately. Amen. He said, take my birthright, and he took his birthright. But you and I know that afterwards, so many years after, Esau was weeping for this birthright. He cried for it, prayed for it, but he lost it. Because of what? The little food he ate. Amen. So it is quite important for us to know that whether we like it or not, at every time in your life, even this morning, maybe before you are coming, or within the week, you came under some sort of pressure. Or within this whole year, you have come under some sort of pressure for you to have taken a certain decision that you took or you didn't take, depending upon what happened to you or what took place. But whatever it is, you and I have to understand that you will surely come under some sort of pressure. Saul came under that pressure and instead of he holding on to allow somewhere to come, he forced himself and offered a sacrifice. Immediately, Felix Samuel arrived and he said, you have acted foolishly. It was not the intention of Saul to offer sacrifice because he knows that it is not his duty as a king to do that a priest have to do it. I'm talking about First Samuel chapter 13. But here he is, he has no choice than to do because the Philistines were coming on to attack him and the pressure was so much that if he doesn't act, he thinks that is going to be his end. How many of you have gone through pressures before? Give me a wave. How many of you have not gone through any pressure before for you to make a decision? Because some of you, your hands were down. How many of you have gone through pressures to make a decision? Can I have a witness in the house? Because it's the only the house of God that sometimes we come and we play as if we are angels. And nothing happens to us. Because it's the only place we can come with all the makeups and yet be weeping behind the scenes. Are you there with me, somebody? With all the nice dresses, but we are pain in our hearts. So sometimes you can be deceived by the appearance of somebody and think that the person has never had any problem before. Amen. But the house of the Lord is where the person can come to. He said there was a famine in the land. Tell someone there was a famine in the land. And he said, besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham, in other words, (laughs) whatever happens to you or whatever happens to me, it is not a new thing under the sun. There is nothing that has ever happened to you that has never happened before. The farming situation here says that it has taken place also in the days of Abraham. In other words, life is a cycle. And things happen within seasons. They only change their nature 
But it is the same thing that comes to you. It only changes its nature. In other words, if somebody went through something and did not die, there is a guarantee and assurance for you that you will also go through it and you will not die. Oh, you didn't hear what I'm saying? You see, sometimes the thing that we go through or we face suggests to us that we are the only ones that are going through it. The things that we go through suggest to us that we are the only one that has encountered it. So, out of that understanding, being the only people that are facing it, it pushes us to take certain decisions to fix it the temporal way and face the consequences of the future. But if we know that someone else has walked through that path, has gone through that thing and survived, then we can also say that we will also go through it and we will also survive. That is why the Bible says the readings of the scriptures are for our examples and for our edification. Why? Because once upon a time in the scriptures, somebody went through what you are going through and the person survived because the person depended upon God and God did not put the person to shame. So who are you that when you go through it, God will abandon you to your faith? No, because you are not the first person that has encountered it before. Somebody encountered it and the Lord sustained the person. So if the Lord did it for that person, then the Lord can also do it for you. The things we go through, if we don't shut them, it makes us to do things that we are not supposed to do. There are people who are acting under pressure to do things that they are not even strong to do it. Or have the capacity to do it. But the issue is not about them. The issue is that they forgot that there is a principle of life that says that whatever is happening to you has also happened to somebody before. Tell the person it's a principle of life. When I said don't go down to Egypt, what is simply I am saying is that don't allow pressure to let you do something that you will regret tomorrow. You see, your poor state is not a total definition that you remain poor forever. So, if you don't take care, you will take certain decisions, and then tomorrow, the blessings comes, and then you know that, ah, I should have been patient enough with God, but I was not. Your marriage situation should not push you to go and sleep with someone that you knew cannot do anything for you. But just because you feel others are married and you are not, so you have to do it. Your jobless situation should not force you to succumb and sell your birthright cheap for a job that you knew that cannot even sustain you. But just because you are sitting and things are hard for you, you just have to take a step and go and sleep with a person or do something to get you through something. Don't ever allow pressure to let you take decisions that will not help your life. Whether we like it or not in life, we will go through some pressures. Look, sometimes the pressure will come to you as if there is no way of escape. And that if you don't take a decision now, you are going to die. I don't know if you have gotten to that point before. This message continues after the break. From the ministry of Reverend Ismaila Awudu. Get these life-changing, inspirational, and spirit-filled books. The Mystery of Greatness, At Thy Word, Church Membership, The Blueprint of Marriage, and any other ministry product of his. You can get these in electronic format by purchase through downloading Reverend Ismaila Awudu's app from the App Store or Google Play Store. You can also purchase this book and other ministry product at the ICGC Yahweh Temple, Otinshi American House Last Stop, is Legon. Reach us on telephone, plus 233 233- Two seven seven two five zero four two zero or plus two three three two four nine three nine three three six one. Email us revismila at gmail.com. Visit our website icgcislegon.com. Grab your copies now and experience a change in your life. 
Welcome back. But listen, I am here as your shepherd to let you know that anytime you are going through pressure, you hear voices. The voice of your friends will talk to you. The voice of the circumstances will suggest to you. The voice from yourself will tell you what to do. And most times in the midst of the pressure, you cannot even hear God's voice. The only thing you hear is that I am the only person in this situation. If I don't do anything about it, I will die. My life has come to a standstill. I am a failure. Nothing good can come out of my life. And then when you are not doing it, then you hear the voice that oh, you are a fool. All your friends are doing it. After that, do it and you'll be fine. After all, who will know that you did it? And you are you, you sometimes feel so precious that you you some of you ask, you we even get close and then you turn back. Sometimes you even fall into it. They say, oh God, forgive me. Thank God you realize God should forgive you. But the critical thing is that you will go through it. Is that a person you go through it? So don't go down to Egypt. Egypt is the place that looks enticing, but it is dangerous. It looks like that is what can fix all the problems, but it is a dangerous place. Egypt is like an apple that the outward is nice, but the inside is rotten. Tell the person, don't go down to Egypt. He said there was a famine. He didn't say there was not. Famine is the lack of something. A lack of food, as you can call it. And anytime there is famine, it's a very serious issue. So the things that makes us to go to Egypt is a famine situation. Anytime you encounter that pressure, you will be forced to go to your Egypt. Because your Egypt will offer you something that you should come for. Your Egypt can be a bribe. Hello? Very enticing, juicy one. Because the children are suffering. The home, you can't pay the light bill. You can't pay the water bill. The landlord is at your back. And somebody comes and says, sign this thing and take it. Why would you do it? Hello? You will go for it because the issue is that, listen... After all, what is it? Let me take it and move on with my life. It's your Egypt. Maybe you will not be successful. You do it and then you are caught. Though everybody is doing it, but you, when you went to do it, I'm not saying it, I've not said it. <laughs> Amen. So it is important for us to understand that you will go through some things but don't forget that what you are going through is temporary. Tell a person it is temporary. Tell a person it is temporary. You see pressure comes to bring the best out of us and not to destroy us. Anytime you face pressure you have to know that something good is coming out of your life after the pressure. So you don't allow the pressure to detect your future. I prophesy into your life this morning. Any sort of pressure that is suggesting to you to take a decision that is not in the will of God. May the Lord snatch you from the hands of the devil. Don't allow any pressure to lead you into things that you are not. Listen, take it from me that you can do something and tomorrow you stand somewhere and say, ah, if I have known. Take it from me. Whatever you are going through now, tap someone and tell the person, whatever you are going through now. Or what you will go through. You are not the only person. Somebody has gone through it before. But the person came out. I like the scripture in Matthew chapter 6. Jesus went on to tell them, he said, listen to which of you when you worry can add just one string of air to your life. He said, the bears do not work, but I feed them. He said, are you more important than the bears of the skies? He said, I created them and I feed them. He said, look at even the flowers on the fields. They are so beautiful. 
they appear, but for a season acquaintance, how much more are your father will not take care of you? As a person, do you think God cannot take care of you? In a farming time, you feel like you are alone in the situation. Nobody cares about you. The voice will tell you that nobody loves you. Nobody cares. Nobody thinks of you. You are the only one. Just do anything at all and move on with your life. But hey, listen to me. Don't ever make that mistake because you are better off than anything. You might even commit a mistake, but don't let a mistake be a snare. You might even make a a, a blunder, but don't let that blunder lead you into something that you cannot free yourself from don't go down to Egypt a lot of people cannot wait on their blessings they cannot wait on the visitation of God we become so impatient because of what we go through people even become so impatient and they leave churches they become so impatient they leave marriages they become so impatient that they even resign from their job and their workplace because everything around them is is thinking and they think that is the only way I can free myself only for them to move out and turn their back a few years time and realize that the very place they abandoned has become a fertile ground if only they have waited if only they have waited God is the orchestrator of life. He knows the end from the beginning. There is nobody who has the title as the author and the finisher of our faith than God. There is no one who can say confidently that I am the alpha and the omega. It is only God. There is no religion, there is no any prophet who can say that I know the thoughts that I think towards you, they are thought of good and not of evil to bring you to an expected end. There is no prophet who can tell you or any God who can tell you anywhere that when you were clothed of blood in your mother's womb, I knew you and I ordained you as the prophet unto the nations. There is none than Jehovah God alone. There is none. The faithfulness of the Lord cannot be substituted with the imaginations of men. Sometimes we even can come to church and allow our pressure to even take the place of the word of God. We hear the message like I am preaching but nothing sinks into your mind. You will leave the church still and go and say, ah, to hell with what pastor said. When I am dying, he's telling me I shouldn't go to Egypt. After all, I will do it and what will happen will happen. Listen to me. Nothing will happen. What will happen to you will be more than what you should have done. Because anytime God will send a voice, this message might not be for everybody. Maybe there is one person here that you are about to commit some mistake you are about to sell your birthright you are about to take a decision that will have a far reaching consequences of your life but God said hey wait a minute don't allow the circumstance because you know in your heart you are feeling it in your heart that yes you are going to take but you don't have the peace of God you, you are feeling stressed to do it but yet you don't want to leave it you have to you want to do it I was not supposed to be in Ghana today I have a program in the United Kingdom I know some people even have heard that pastor has traveled. So they will not come, but they will be surprised I'm here. Those who went around saying it, I'm here. Amen. So you can tell from, and you can see next week the way it's going to be. Sometimes I deliberately would do that also. But here is the truth. I was supposed to go. I've got my ticket. I've done everything. I've booked for my flight. I was supposed to take off on Wednesday. Because I'm speaking like this morning. In a program, morning and evening. And continue on Tuesday and then come back. But what happened? I felt in my spirit, don't go. 
Hello. And it is not for it. When, when I go, I will not come poor. Oh, are you, why are you looking at me like you, have, you don't understand? <laughs> I will not come back poor. You see, sometimes preachers, we have to use our life as an example also for you to understand that you are not, we are not superhuman beings, but we are called from among men because we also have our infirmity and we have our challenges. You see, sometimes preachers make you think that they don't go through any stuff. It is only a congregation member and the congregation member thinks that he is the only one that goes through. As for pastor, he doesn't have any problem. And that is the deception that exists between the shepherd and the flock. I have everything. And so when some of us speak the truth, it becomes an insult to somebody. But the truth is always the truth. There is no two truths. I will not stand here and say, I don't go there to preach and say, praise the Lord. I will preach and come back with something. And you know the UK is UK is the pound is bigger than the dollar. <laughs> In all of it, at least, and no matter what it is, something good will come out of it. But here I am. The Lord is telling you, don't go. Here you stand. The money is saying, come, I want you. And another side of it is that the people you have given them your work and they are waiting for you. And you just have to be there. And the pressure is on you. Because anytime you step there, it's a blessing sample and some have challenges that they are waiting for you to even discuss for you to counsel them for the next level of their life. And everything is pointing for you to go. It's not that you don't have the money for the ticket. You've already got your ticket. And on that day, Wednesday at Christ's temple by 2 o'clock I still cannot decide whether I am going or I am not going. To cut a long story short I just have to pick the phone and call my agent and say listen I can't do this trip. He said oh did all the convincing she can convince me about when she finished I said thank you very much. Even if I have to lose this ticket let it go. because." I don't feel right to go. And that is it. I boldly took the phone and called the United Kingdom and tell them that I have cancelled all those things. Appointment, I'm not coming. So when are you coming? I said until further notice. And I stood back and told someone, I said, obeying God is difficult, but it has its own far-reaching blessings. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Don't let anything be an enticement for you, for you to go down to your Egypt. You see, sometimes you have to sacrifice some things for the betterment of God for your life. And don't allow material things or other things to pull you to take a decision that you'll regret tomorrow. I have gone through things that was supposed to create as greater lacks and challenges but in all of them I kept my integrity. Don't ever in your life get to a point where you feel you are so desperate that if you don't do this then that is the end of your life. Some people called me and they wanted to dupe me. Oh yeah, it happens every day. It's a daily thing. I'm telling you. And with all the conversation, coming out also, we have this card, we have these keys, we have this. Which one do you want? I said, I don't want any of them. So said, oh, if you, you, you even do this, we are bringing you 150,000 US dollars right now. And all those, I said, I don't need that money. I said, oh, what sort of human being are you? I said, I don't just need it. So forget it. What am I saying? If we're some of you, hey, 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 <laughs> I am here, bring it. And then whatever they are looking for, you go and give it. Before you know, it is for one night.
Look at me. Pastor, do you need money? Yes. Who in this life doesn't want money? Tell me. Oh, come on. If I bring money now and it's dripping on your tongue. But the means is important. Not the getting. Some of us, it's not, be, it's not that we are liars. But it is because we have allowed circumstances to turn us into liars. It is not our nature. It is not. So don't accept it that it's your nature to be lying. It is not your nature. But circumstances is making you to be a liar. Let it go. Because the lying spirit is not your portion. It's important because pressure can make you do something you are not ready for. He said, don't go down to Egypt. Give me that scripture again. He said, there was famine in the land beside the first famine. That was in the days of Abraham. So I've established it. Anything you are going through, somebody has gone through it and has survived. Period. So don't make a mistake to think that you are the only one. Settle it. The next thing is that he said, and there was, and Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerah. Whenever you are under pressure, know where you go. Know where you go. Know who you talk to. These things are very critical. Know where you go and know who you talk to. Because you see, many people are as confused as you are. Hello? They might not decide to give you a wrong counsel, but because they are also confused, they don't have anything to share. So the whole issue becomes a confusion galore. So it is critical that any time you are under pressure to take a major decision, you need to pause and know who to discuss with. And the who here is always the person that you know, no matter what you will give him or her, he will tell you the truth as it is. Is it sometimes isn't it funny that we don't want friends who can tell us that it is A? So you always have some friends in your life who tells you the truth as it is without polishing it. You call them bad people. Oh, come on. Including myself. Can I have some witness in the house? And then you have others who when even you are fooling say, yeah, go ahead. You are the guy. Say, yeah, I'm the guy. Say, don't mind this guy. When I went to tell him, he said, he said, oh, leave him. You know, this guy is, is not correct. Me, I'm correct. Do it. Yet he knows he's giving you a foolish thought. And because you are also under foolishness, you also act foolishly. Because the truth is that the pressure is making you... Listen, some pressure takes away your thinking. I don't know what you are getting me. It makes you not to think straight. It makes you look stupid in whatever you are doing. Sometimes you will finish it and sit back and say, Ah, so did I, did I really do this? How many of you have come to that? You want to be honest with yourself. That you finished and later you ask yourself, are you the same person who did that? Give me a wave. Why did you ask yourself? Because you see yourself so stupid by doing what you did. They say, ah, me. But the thing is not about you. It is what you were going through. So around that time, if you lift that head, of the stupidity you are going through which we didn't know you think it's the right thing and then you went to another person who is also more stupid in his thinking he tells you that oh Charlie this one is alright <laughs> and then your head becomes big you say yeah I'm dead then later you look and say ah! why? pressure simple tell the person pressure <laughs> life is very very funny to understand what I am teaching you today, I decided to come to teach you practical. Amen. If you want to understand what I am sharing with you, go back. Go and look for your old picture. I wish I have projected my old pictures for you to see. Next week Sunday, is possible my 
all students, whatever said, they are visiting me in church, so they will be coming. If it happens, you'll see them. But I wish I can project my old pictures. And then you looked at it and look at me now. Maybe you don't like you wouldn't want to do it, but I will use mine at least as an example. So that you will know that in life there is what you call transitions. And that where you are now is not a justification you are going to remain there forever. That is why the school system teaches you that you start from KG or class one, depending upon when you started school. But you will definitely go to a class one, class two, class three, class four, whatever. You don't remain there and you will surely graduate. The day you enter the university is not the same day you are graduating. Your matriculation dress and your graduation is not the same. Are you there with me? So that should tell you that these are simple principles of life. That anytime you are in some difficulty or in any challenge, please, 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 please don't take a rash decision because there is more future ahead of you than what you are seeing now. There's more future. It doesn't matter. People that are leaving you, who are even insulting you and telling you you are stupid, you are foolish, you are not right in your thinking when everybody is doing it. I am also a believer. I am also even a pastor. I am also a pastor. I am this, but I have done that. If you do it, it doesn't matter. Hey, listen to me. He did it, but you are different. You are different. You are what? Paul says that the gospel we preach to you, if anybody comes to you and preach any other gospel from the gospel we preach to you, even if it's an angel, let him be a curse. Let him be a curse. It's not too late for you to pull out yourself from that snare. It's not too late. I've gone through lives where even what to eat was not there. In growing up, I have to go even to a secondary school where they have ate the leftover which has been collected to the pantry. That is what we have to go and feed on. I have seen chaff. You know chaff? When you sieve porridge, the chaff. I came to love Coke, not because I love Coke. You see, sometimes somebody will tell you this is my best food. Find out. Why it is his best food? The food has a story. Today, I can sit by the grace of God in any restaurant to eat what I want to eat. Now, if I had killed myself then, today, I will be in my grave regretting what I have gone through. I said, I am giving you a practical message. I have a friend who, by the way, we're growing up. Mark Essien today is one of the celebrated. When he's going to Germany, he doesn't even need a struggle. He's a city. He's been celebrated there everywhere. And this guy started, his father even looked at him. He said, he's stupid. He cannot do anything. So his father said he would take care of the daughter than taking care of him. I have to teach this guy how to write. And when he wants to sing, he will come and tell me that this is what he will tell me that is. And I'll write the songs for him. And I will be practicing. He plays the flute with his nose. Gradually, any decision is going to take, he will come. We are all young, but they were consulting, we we're advising each other. And then, boom, the door opened one day. He went. He traveled before any of us could travel. He's built. When you meet him today, you forget he was the same guy. Sometimes when we meet and we are teasing ourselves, it's funny. I was a class captain, but I was patched my my uniform. (laughs) Not in elementary school, but in a secondary school. And we did silly things around that time. You've listened to me. You will do things that if you don't take care, it has a far-reaching consequences. 
I'm not preaching, don't go down to Egypt because I have to tell you things. I'm preaching to you for you to know that life sometimes can make you. I am giving you practical examples of issues. Where around that time we think that look, we, we have to survive, and anywhere you have to survive, you have to survive. We've gone through things, we've gone through places. We've seen very terrible things. All in the name of to be able to survive. Hello? Whatever happens to your life, stay. Tell a person, stay. Tell a person, stay. Tell a person, stay. Don't let anybody buy you cheap. You are more expensive than who you think you are. Whatever problem you find yourself in, it is bad for a moment. That's what Bible says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy that's what comes in the morning. You see, your, your, blessed man, your blessed times are more than your suffering times. Oh, are you there? Sometimes the devil will make you think like your suffering times are everlasting. That is what will make you do what you will do. But if you will understand, you will know that your blessing times are more than your suffering times. Your, 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 your suffering times are just temporary. That is why it comes with a lot of force on you to commit. But if you can stay, you will later look and say, Ah! Not knowing God will do all these things for me. And I didn't know. Like the songwriter says, I didn't know that you will favor me this way. Some of you, God will bless you to the extent that you will look at the blessing and you'll be crying. And I know what I am telling you. I know what I am telling you. You will look at the blessing and you'll be crying and you ask yourself, so God, can you do all these things for me? And I didn't know. Some of you that are so precious to marry, you will marry, God will give you a husband that you sit back and say, if I had known, I have been patient. I never knew I would get a man that would care so much for me than what I am going through. God will give you a wife that you said that for all these years of my life, I never ever thought I could get somebody who will appreciate me as a man. But here you are, you have somebody appreciating you. Some of you, God will give you bosses that will value you for who you are and for what you carry. And you say ah I have worked I have worked but I never knew I can get to a point in my life where I can be celebrated this way I am here to announce to somebody don't allow anything to take you into your Egypt because there is more for you than what you are expecting don't shift your location don't shift don't shift don't shift you'll be miserable if you don't know the Lord but if you know the Lord as your Lord and your personal savior, you have to know that your shame is his shame. Your honor is his honor. Your glory is his glory. And there is nothing that he says he will do that he will never do for you. In Genesis 21, Bible says that, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he has said. As he has said. Whatever God has told you, you will do it. Oh, tell the person he will do it. Tell the person he will do it. I always tell people, I say, listen, you only have to wait a little. And that which will happen in your life will happen in your life. The, the, The sad part of it is that when your beauty comes, it covers your ugliness. And so when you are telling people your ugliness, they don't even believe that what you are telling them is true. That is the beauty of God over your life. I am here to announce to somebody, you will forget your shame. You will forget your reproach. You will forget your suffering. You will forget the disgrace. You will forget what you are going through because the Lord will bring you a beauty that will make you forget. In Isaiah said, I will give you beauty for every ashes. And ash is a, is a, is a, is a sign that there, is, there has been something that has existed before, but it is no more. You cannot take the ashes to do anything. 
But God said he will bring beauty out of the ashes. Which means that even if even if the thing has bent to a degree that nothing can be done about it. When he God steps in he will make it beautiful and it will stand out again better than it used to be. Better. 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 I challenge you this morning. I'll continue next week. I challenge you this morning that whatever you are going through, whatever you've gone through, whatever you are facing, there is one thing for you to know. Don't ever go down to Egypt. Don't. Don't. Some of you are in some attachment and alliances and you feel look if I did you know in yourself that I need to detach but you are feeling that if I detach how can I live listen to me once you know that it is not right Bible says nobody judges us we judge ourselves once you know it is not right don't no man can take care of you that's God that's God sometimes you just have to say no and break off and see whether the Lord cannot surprise you because you can never be justified in the sight of God for tell God that God I knew this thing was wrong but because I thought I have to survive so I did it he will not because he has never told you that he cannot take care of you you need to move away tell the person move away when you need to Because he has never ever failed anybody before. Now don't look at me and say, Pastor, you don't know what you are talking about. I know what I am talking about. Because to the glory of God, my life can be a whole book. That when you begin reading, even from the chapter one, you begin crying. By the time you get to chapter two, you will not even believe what you are reading. That a human being can go through this and still survive. Even when I did not know God. What about knowing the Lord now? Listen. Whatever. Whatever. You are going through. Whatever. The challenges. How painful. How shameful, how miserable, how whatever you can describe it or people can describe it. Thank God for their description. But there is one thing that I know. That when God steps into the issue, it becomes a history. It becomes a history. Haven't you met great people who when they tell you their life, you open your mouth and ask, is it true? Oh, come on, are you here with me? But it is true. But the Lord has made them great. Because he knows your beginning. And he knows your end. Don't let your life get to a point and think that if I don't get it, I will die. If it doesn't happen, that is the end of my life. There is nothing like do or die. That is why the best team in the world and the best team in Ghana, even though they are struggling. How many of you know that team? He said, until the bones are rotting. Accra House of Oak. I know the Kotoko fans will say no. But 1911, up to today, they are older than you. <laughs> Amen. And they've taken more trophies than you have taken. In all that they have gone through, they still say, until the bones are what? Rotten. The truth of life is that, until you die, you still have hope. And don't ever think that, hey, it is my time now. If I don't do it, hey, I will be late. No, there is nothing like you'll be late. Just stay with the Lord. And when the time comes, he will lift you. And all men will see you and said, wow, this is the person. This is the lady. 
this is the gentleman this is the president this is the minister this is whatever and when that time comes everybody will celebrate you everywhere because it is your season and it is your time I declare and prophesy over your life I declare that the Lord will preserve you from going to your Egypt the Lord will preserve you from being destroyed the Lord will preserve you from going through stress he will protect you he will favor you he will honor you he will establish you he will grace you anywhere you find yourself may the peace of God locate you and know that your hour to be celebrated has come rise up on your feet somebody tap somebody and tell the person don't go down to Egypt thank you very much for listening this is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Abudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlegon.com or email to yahwehtempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. On Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. for our empowerment teaching service. And Fridays at 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. for our breakthrough prayer service. You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. And my Lord with you, I know.